Welcome to this week's edition of Tiger Talk. My name is Will Kohlmeyer. I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations at one of the premier community colleges in the entire country. Top 25 overall, top 10 digital community college, number one community college in Mississippi and getting our students prepared for the workforce. And we're going to take it one step further in our first segment here uh, this week. We've got Morgan Tucker. She's an English instructor here at Northeast uh, joining us. And first of all, Morgan, welcome to Tiger Talk. Thanks. Well, we are so happy to have you. Uh, We're going to talk about student success. We talk about it off and on throughout this podcast on a weekly basis. But you've kind of taken student success to another level. Adulting 101, all part of English class. Talk a little bit about how that all came to fruition. Okay, I don't have the radio voice that Will has, so (laughs) let me just go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, so my students are in the the process of writing a process analysis essay. So instead of just letting them choose their own topic, we decided to come up with some um, life skills that they um, wish they knew about, but they have never been taught. And we, we had a discussion in class. We had them write down their top choices of things that they um, would like to learn. Um, How to tie a tie, how to iron a shirt, how to prepare for an interview, how to write a resume, how to present yourself as a professional. I mean, the list was was endless. And so I chose the top um, choices that they had written down and just got the school and community involved. Now, you also had some other skills that you delved into as well. Um, yeah, we, so the first two days was strictly how to tie a tie, how to sew on a button, um, how to present yourself as a professional. Those were kind of overall ideas that everyone shown interest in. Marius McKinnon is from the Lee County Sheriff's Department, and he did uh, basic self-defense. He's actually taught basic self-defense classes here on okay. campus before. We had... Uh, financial planning. We had a financial planner from um, Modern Woodman that came in, two guys actually. Um, We did social media etiquette. Um, A former student of mine who now owns a consulting firm, he came in and and did a presentation on that. We had how to write a resume, study skills, good study skills, um, career planning, how to choose, you know, the career that you you, the field you want to go into. <clears throat> we did, um, someone from Bancorp South came and talked about your credit score, um, what to do to increase your credit score, what not to do that will affect your credit score. We had a realtor come in to talk about home loans, um, renting versus buying, which one's better. Uh, we had someone come in and talk about interview skills. Another, um, community member and former student uh, she um, is over Boonville Main Street Association now Lake Sea Gamble she came in Um, then we had uh, Mark Morlock from the bus shop came in and taught us how to uh, just basic car maintenance how to how to check your oil um, how to air up your tires Um, and then we had physical fitness and mental health so Kristen Wesson came, and she talked about um, the mental health. Um, and then Robert Walker came and talked about physical health and basic first aid. And Morgan, speaking of ties, 
I have a, I don't know, is it a tie drive? Is that such a thing? Yeah. Um, you have tie dies, but you have a tie drive. I have a tie drive. Um, so I'm collecting any and all nice, used, gently used. I mean, I don't know how much you can use a tie. Yes. Um, I'm collecting ties for my students. As we were doing this project, I realized how many students really didn't even have a tie. Like, they just don't even own one. Um, and so I have reached out on social media. I'm asking for anyone who would like to donate um, a tie, mini ties, however many they have um, to me. I'm going to try to provide each male student in my classes with a tie to take home with them. Okay. Um, I need around 45 to 50. Okay. Uh, right now we have about 20 or 25. Um, I haven't told my students that I'm doing this either. They don't, they have no idea that I'm going to, to give them a tie. So yesterday I was letting them, um, practice again. <clears throat> and this guy really wanted to take a tie home with him. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't really want to give it back to me. And I'm like, well, you can, you know, still practice in class. But, um, I think they're going to be. They're going to be excited when I um, give them their tie. Awesome. But uh, that's kind of grown into a whole other idea of um, collecting professional clothing for students who don't have access to those things. Mm -hmm. um, Tony Finch brought me some things the other day, and he brought some shirts, some nice jackets. Um, so that's almost an idea that maybe – will be born out of this mm -hmm. maybe a professional dress closet that they yes. could borrow for interviews for whatever so that's an idea we may work towards but right now i'm just trying to get some enough ties, ties yes. to to give all of my students and as you mentioned you started getting some people involved around campus talk a little bit about that i tried to find um people that were in administration that wasn't necessarily in the classroom all the time uh, lots of people from Ramsey Hall. I got Amber Nelms involved. She she did all my sewing classes. She definitely deserves deserves her recognition. Um, I had lots of different people from different, you know, divisions. Um, they all just were happy to volunteer. Yeah, I mean, I me saw out. some of the posts uh, on social media with the the ties, and like you just talked about Amber with the sewing. I uh, just terrific terrific idea and now i understand this thursday i believe an essay is due in yes. your class yes and the essay is correlated to this adulting 101 or life yes. skills whatever you want to call it uh, there's a connection there so instead of just choosing a topic online they have chosen one of these topics that were presented to them so they had the option to they had to attend their regular class meetings um, but if there was another process that they were you know interested in they could attend other class meetings um so the presenter is now their source so they were given credentials from the uh the presenters and so now instead of researching online databases for their source they they have the presentation as their source for their essay so now they're using the the information they were given from them to um write their paper yeah and that'll be due on thursday uh, we were talking before we went on the air about uh you were talking about power uh something that you were you talked to them about early in the semester and how the word power has changed a little bit during the course of the semester 
So I'm trying to create a course that is very research authentic. So if you are researching authentically, your, your mind is going to change over time. When you're presented with new information, then your thoughts and ideas about a topic is also going to change. And when you're doing research in isolation and just, you know, writing one paper about it, then you don't really have time to bring in all that information and really, you know, weed through it and decide, decide for yourself. So we decided to center the entire semester around the word power. We are um, exploring this word. What does this word mean to you? Um, in my class, we have a board just full of words that um, have been explored all throughout the semester through different articles we read. Um, <clears throat> we are using an app called Instapaper. And in Instapaper, you can um, store all your sources. So if we find an article online, we can easily just place that article in Instapaper. Um, so now they have this bank of sources that are relating to this idea of power. Um, if the source is supporting their idea, they have that. If the, if the source is not in support of the idea, they also have that. So we've been gathering all these sources all semester. Um, we wrote a narrative essay first. That was geared toward their personal experience with power, um, where they have either overcome an obstacle in their life, they've shown resilience, so they wrote a, near, a personal narrative essay about that. And so the next was, let's take power into our own hands, kind of take our future into our own hands, and what are some things that you think you need to be successful in life as an adult, as a professional, as a student? Um, and so that's where the idea of this process analysis essay and adulting 101 mm -hmm. again that name could be plagiarized. I don't know. <laughs> I just threw that out there in an email and people just kind of. Yeah. took to that they sure title. have taken to that no doubt about that and of course all during this i mean of course we talk about the ipad initiative from time to time on tiger talk and you've been there from day one you have been all in talk a little bit about how you've incorporated the ipad uh, into your classroom so a couple of years ago the oer initiative came about and i wrote the oer grant for beginning english uh, molly goodson was also um, with me through that process and so we obviously use, you know, all of our information is online, but I try to just pull any and all information from the internet. I mean, it's there, they keep everything on their iPad, they type everything on their iPad, all their pre-writing, their um, rough drafts, everything is all through the iPad. Any type of activity that we do as far as pre-writing, when we were, um, when they were watching the presentations in class last week, they all, you know, had their iPad, taking notes. They took pictures of different things so they could see, you know, in the process where they would have as far as a source later on. So, yeah, we're definitely all iPad, so. Well, very proudly uh, so. And you're talking about OER, open education resources, free textbooks, uh, basically what we're talking about. And you've seen the success in the classroom, have you not, Morgan? Oh, for sure, for sure. Since yes. we've brought this iPad initiative here to Northeast and why other colleges around the country are asking Northeast, hey, we want to try to follow suit because there is no comparison when it comes to student success in the classroom with the iPad. And the, and the students are very receptive of it. I mean, they they love it just as much as I do, but there's no more 
you know, carrying around your big stack of essays and you can grade them from anywhere. They can work on it from anywhere. I mean, there's no, there's no bad to the iPad at all. No, it's win-win all the way around. And (laughs) thanks again for being here, Morgan. (laughs) Before we get to our next guest, I need to tell you that a six-year-long streak ended in the annual Northeast Parade of Beauties pageant last week as sophomore Catherine Allen of Selmer, Tennessee, became the first second-year student to win the pageant since the 2012-13 school year. Of course, if you'd like to purchase photos from the pageant as well as any other event on campus, visit the college's Smug Mug site at nemcctigers.smugmug.com. Northeast Mississippi Community College was recently named a finalist for the Trailblazer Award from Campus Labs. Campus Labs Trailblazer Award is given to campuses that lead the way in innovating and developing best practices to help define new standards for higher education. Northeast was the only community college in the nation to be honored as a finalist for the award. The University of Tennessee took top honors in the Trailblazer Award category with Appalachian State University coming in second. And Northeast Mississippi Community College's Honor Institute has signed a memorandum of understanding with the Mississippi University for Women regarding honors college admission for students transferring from Northeast's Honors Institute to the Gordy Honors College at the W. With the signing of this memorandum, students in good standing transferring from the Northeast Honors Institute to the W are guaranteed admission to the Gordy Honors College. You and your friends are listening to Tiger Talk. Up next, Northeast Counseling Center will continue its success workshops in Wright this afternoon. Joining us now on Tiger Talk to take a closer look at these workshops is Joy Williford. He's the Director of Guidance and Counseling here at Northeast Mississippi Community College. And first of all, Joy, welcome back to Tiger Talk. Well, thank you, Will. Thank you for inviting me and I appreciate it. Well, we've got a lot to talk about here today, including what these workshops, these success workshops are all about. Kind of curious, and where did the thought process come uh, and the need for establishing these? Sure. It's been kind of a long story to that, I guess, Will. Um, you know, mine, I've, I've started here. It's been, I'm in my 13th year at Northeast, and, you know, I've seen, seen and been a part of countless interactions with students um, where our intentions as counseling staff were to help the students be more successful and those students range from ones with extremely poor academic histories who are simply trying to get on some sort of track to success to those with stellar academic records who are trying to figure out what they want to major in. Um, we've counseled with students with stress, anger, depression, alcohol and drug use, anxiety. We've seen a lot over the years. And like any college campus, uh, we have numerous students with extremely difficult circumstances and situations. Well, no doubt about that. I know... Uh Counselor Liz Ketchum, she'll step up to the podium uh, this afternoon for an open discussion on realistic study practices. That'll be at 2 o'clock in room 115 of Wright Hall. Your expectations, what does Liz hope to accomplish here this afternoon? Well, many people will already be familiar with Liz Ketchum. Um, She was a a beloved psychology instructor for us a few years back, and now she returns to the Northeast family as a counselor at the New Albany campus. So she knows about instruction, and she knows about studying, and she knows the counseling side of things as well. So we really expect uh, Liz to really connect personally, to really engage those who attend, the, the the session uh liz wants to do it from a very informal approach where discussion is going on not just to be in lecture two just a step-by-step or a seven-step kind of 
thing. She really wants to engage the students and really talk to them about real-life practices for, for study success. Yeah, well, the, uh, of course, the Counseling Center started off these workshops with Kristen Wesson, your newly uh, mental health in counselor uh, that she just came on board this year. She started things off last week with how to adapt to life changes. And this series of talks will wrap up with you, Joey, uh, joining uh, a fellow counselor, Carrie Tynes, uh, presenting Grace Guys Are Going to Clear Up. That'll be on Wednesday, December 4th at 2 o'clock. Uh, obviously touching a lot of different areas uh, these last, uh, well, during all three of these workshops. Absolutely. Um, you talked about the involvement, I guess, of the Counseling Center um, and how things have kind of been transitioning. The difference now is that in the past, what we did as counseling staff was was pretty much dominated by the academic side and not the mental health awareness, mental health and awareness. Um, we are a department that used to actually make uh, a majority of class schedules, and we've always had withdrawals come through us. And with all that, plus our being so involved with tutoring and summer orientation, uh, most faculty, staff, and students have not thought of us much outside of the academic. Um, but as an institution, we have been evolving rapidly just over the last several years, Will, as, as, in how we advise students and how we are attempting to bolster their success. And fortunately, we as counselors, you mentioned uh, Kristen, um, we were able to bring her in and really focus on the mental health side um, so with the bulk of advising activities now being handled by the advisors and division heads, uh, we counselors are now being recognized and recommended for the ways and the skills and the passions that we have to bolster holistic student success. Um, we've always done that the 12 years I've been here, but now that is our, our identity is evolving, so to speak. And so with this session on, the, on majors, is something that I've been passionate about for for a long time. As a matter of fact, it's probably one of the main reasons I came to Northeast, because when I was a student, I really had no idea what I wanted to major in. I went from pre-medicine, because the girl I was dating at the time, her mom wanted a doctor in the family. So, oh, there you go. And, and so I kind of didn't have a lot of guidance there myself. And so I took a class, and I changed my major to uh, foreign language. I didn't have a lot of guidance there either. But I, all I thought about in the counseling center was just the withdrawal side, just because I wasn't informed as a student. That may have been on me, not anybody else. But when I came to Northeast, I really wanted to be part of a counseling staff and be a counselor that was really engaging students and helping them find what they really wanted to be in life. And that's something I've just always been passionate about. So this session on um, gray skies are going to clear up is kind of an, an analogy I'll use a lot when I'm talking to a student about majors and careers. Uh, we use several different instruments. A lot of them are Myers-Briggs based, if you're familiar with that. And I, I tell students a lot of times, you know, the sky might not crack open and the sun might not shine down and show you exactly what you want to be, but hopefully you walk out of my office in a better position to make a, you know, a great choice about a career path, a major path. No doubt. And that's, that encouragement is so important. You know, before we went on the air today, Joey, you were telling me even, you know, you've got these three that have already been uh, that will be taking place. Uh, of course, Liz is the second. But you're telling me that a lot of other folks from around campus are like, hey, Joey, let me help out with in this area or that area. So that's kind of neat as well. It really is. And I really wasn't looking for that. But uh, I quickly got a re an email response from Charlie Smart, who um, is um, 
is with our transition program, uh, our career pathways. And uh, Charlie is just a, a brilliant uh, colleague, and he has a, a kind of a passion for teaching the skill of learning. So we're going to utilize him uh, next semester with with a workshop. Uh, Carrie Cobb, who's just you know our brilliant career technical counselor does just such an awesome job uh, also reached out to me about doing a resume workshop uh, so we're just excited I mean that was immediately a response from from those two and and I look forward to hearing from others who may be interested we're looking at offering workshops in communication and in um, anger anger management uh, suicide awareness and others so we're really excited about these workshops yeah it really is a lot to be excited about and you're kind of almost playing off of what uh, Morgan was talking about in our first uh, segment on this week's show but you know we, we talk about student success all the time and we're proud uh, how we get our students prepared for the next level whether that's a job or to a four-year school or whatever path they want to take but it's also something and you're making it perfectly clear that it's it's more than just academics here. We're going to try to make these students also well-rounded and help them get some of these other skills that will make them successful in life. Absolutely, and I think it really came to light when, um, with the recent mental health survey that we had that Michael Bird put together. Uh, did an incredible job of that. And the data that came back from that was really, really eye-opening and alarming. And I think it really emphasized the need for what we're evolving into right now. Because being a college student can be somewhat like trying to put your own life puzzle together. You know, we want to help organize the pieces and alleviate some of that, alleviate some of that chaos. Can't thank you enough for your time, Joey. Keep up the great work and all the best with these workshops. I appreciate it, Will. What's coming up at Northeast? On Thursday, Northeast's Child Care Center will be buzzing with activity as the child care students, along with the child care staff and student teachers, host their annual NEMCC Child Care Thanksgiving Potluck Luncheon at 11 a.m. Brenna Mays' Lady Tigers will be in action on Thursday as well in the Northwest Tournament held on the Northwest Community College campus in Senatobia. It's the first of a two-day affair. The Lady Tigers will tangle with Sneed State out of Alabama at 1 o'clock. For those who cannot make it to the game, you can always watch the broadcast live on NEMCCTV.com. Northeast's Burgess Fitness Center has announced a new cooking series involving Northeast First Lady Luann Ford. Food with the First Lady, a hands-on cooking series with First Lady Luann Ford will happen in the NEMCC Community Health and Nutrition Center on Thursday night, the 21st. Two tickets remain. Cost is only $10 per person. On Friday, the Northeast women's basketball team, they'll wrap up the Northwest Tournament, an early game against Hines Community College. Lady Tigers and Lady Bulldogs battling at 10 a.m. on Friday. And also on Friday, Northeast award-winning Future Farmers of America alumni and supporters collegiate chapter will host the District's Federation Conference all over campus from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m. Next week, a couple reminders. Of course, we'll be closed for the Thanksgiving holidays, but the men's basketball team will be in full swing at the Mississippi Gulf Coast Thanksgiving Classic in Perk. Cord Wright's Tigers will take on Southern University Shreveport at 5 p.m. on Monday. That's day one of the two-day affair. And then they'll wrap up their time on the Gulf Coast Tuesday when they take on Blessed 
in Jesus' name, Prep Academy at high noon. For those who cannot make the trip to Perkinson, you can watch both games on NEMCCTV.com. And while the men's basketball team, uh, they're in Perkinson, uh, Brenda Mays' Lady Tigers will make a rare Thanksgiving holiday weekday game appearance as Northeast welcomes Jackson State out of Tennessee uh, to the friendly confines of Bonner Arnold Coliseum. That'll be a 2 o'clock tip. And with that, that will wrap up this week's show. Special thanks to Michael Miller for all he does each week to get us on the air. So for Morgan Tucker and Joey Williford, I'm Will Kohlmeyer saying thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you in two weeks right here on Tiger Talk. Enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday.